Korean voters will cast their ballots for the National Assembly representatives as on April 10th this year. The attack on the DP chief Lee Jae-myung has abruptly brought campaigning to a halt on both sides of the political aisle. But eventually, campaigning will ensue. What can we expect going forward leading up to the general elections? For a deeper analysis, we're now joined by Professor Kim Byung-ju of the Hankook University of Foreign Studies. Good morning, Professor Kim. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I guess we have to start out with one of the most surprising attacks in our recent memory. Uh, the opposition Democratic Party's chief, uh, Lee Jae-myung, was attacked rather brutally. What can we say about the Lee Jae-myung case, uh, the party leader who was stabbed recently by an attacker, and particularly on its political impact? Right. This political terror, uh, we hear it um, you know, quite often. Of, uh, about those around the world. But here in Korea, uh, you, we feel that this is where a case. Then again, uh, looking back several years, mm-hmm. we remember the case when Park Geun-hye was a party leader before she became president, mm-hmm. uh, when she won the big victory for her party mm-hmm. uh, during the campaign, she was attacked. And uh, more recently, Song Young-gil, the party, yeah. uh, former party leader, of the Democratic Party during the last uh, general election. I think it was last general election, but, um, you know, was also attacked uh, as well. So this happens in Mm. Korea mm, once in a while, uh, but every time when it happens, it's a a big shock. Mm. And uh, everybody comes out uh, strongly condemning it, including the president, including the party leaders of up in the the opposite side of the political aisle, and this is definitely something that everyone oppose. And especially when, you know, we are mindful of the case, for example, you know, against what happened Abe in, in Japan. Mm-hmm. This political violence is something that we all denounce altogether. So, uh, you know, uh, in, in that sense, Yemen <clears throat> fallen victim to this political violence has become a focus of condolence and, and public support and so on. Mm-hmm. So, that's the that's the overall ethical human side of the case. Right. The political side of it, you mentioned. Uh, I, I guess it's uh, kind of uh, uh, complicated, and the different. Uh, not only the party politics, partisan politics involved to, with it, but also other system-related questions, such as, for example, uh, police refusing to reveal the party affiliation of the attacker. Uh, uh, uh-huh. You know, there is a uh-huh. lot of discussion about it. This is uh, go- going over and beyond the, the ethical question of the political violence, but more of a political aspect of it. Uh-huh. And uh, there are voices being raised against and for it. And uh, police is defending their case using the law. I guess Korea has a party law that prohibits uh, or <clears throat> carefully guard the political party-related uh, information about criminals uh, mm. being released. So police say, look, there is this law, and we have to abide by the law, basically. But there are other people who are saying other things. That's one aspect. Another aspect, interesting thing is uh, about the Korea's um, um, health service question mm. and uh, the polarization between Seoul, greater Seoul area health service uh, on one hand uh-huh. and then and the local area health service about the fact that EJ Myung had to be flown <coughs> uh, in a helicopter mm. to 
Seoul's one of the major university uh, hospitals away from Busan, and uh, there is a reasonable level of anger on the side of Busan local community, and then and then medical doctors and stuff. And about the decision that was made mm. by the by the people involved, um, we're not sure whether it's a party officials or personal family members, right. uh, and or, or whether there was a real professional medical, uh, you know, uh, a professional advice involved. We, we're not clear about it. So they, we're just realizing about this political attack, political terror case. There are all these related uh, aspects uh, being, you know, surfacing, um, you know, and above all these complicated the dynamics of the politics. Uh-huh. One thing that we know is uh, uh, perhaps the Democratic Party side, the, the political schedule of it, for example, uh, candidate nomination uh, running for April election. And, and that's always really important question for a political party, whom you're nominating for districts and so on. And uh, top party leadership being hospitalized, hospitalized means that that uh, the political schedule for one on the Democratic Party side will be uh, will have to be revised and compromised, and that's one thing that we know. But whether uh, Lee Jae-myung being, having been attacked by this political terrorist, uh, or whether it will add politically to Democratic Party or not, is something that that we have to wait and see going forward. And then, of course, because we're talking about the lead up to general elections, we're going to talk about some of these breakaways, uh, important potential nominees that want to establish their new parties, namely the former prime minister, Lee Nagyon, and Lee Jun-suk, the former leader of the ruling People Power Party. Do we see serious potentials for political upheaval? Yeah, that's a, that's a very important question. And in Korean politics, in the history of Korean politics, there have been always continuously efforts present a third party mm-hmm. in the traditionally maintained dynamics of bipartisan structure, uh, conservative party versus progressive party. Uh, and so this time, I guess what Lee Jun-sung is coming in with is more like a generational divide and uh, presenting something like a political presence of a younger generation, which, where a lot of people actually see uh, significant meaning to it. Uh, to what extent it will uh, succeed, I guess, I mean, this is expression that I, that I use often on, in this program, but the time will tell, looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not evading my responsibilities, but but we know the reports about, you know, a uh, considerable number of actually people signing in onto his party, a uh, new party, and the agents of claims that there are a large number of people who have uh, signed up for, to become party members, but, you know, the sustainability of it, uh, of the momentum of it, and then the size of it, uh, really, you know, the only time will tell how, how uh, you know, sustainable it will be. But what we know looks like is, and, you know, what we know is the centrist voters, people who, from both sides, mm-hmm. you know, conservative PPP, People Power Party, mm-hmm. from the right the side, and then uh, progressive uh, Democratic Party side supporters. Mm. Looks like uh, there are uh, supporters coming in from both sides as well. But mm. whether it will gain uh, enough momentum or not is a really big question everybody's watching, including, I think, Inagyan. Inagyan is trying to uh, cre- create his own party, perhaps, or mm. you know, have his own political stance here. Mm. And the thing is, both Inagyan and Yi Jun-suk, basically what they're doing is they feel 
that there are parties, in Nagyon's case, Democratic Party, and in Nagyon's case, his, his former party affiliation with the People Power Party, they feel that uh, their parties were being dominated by the political force that they do, that they do not necessarily agree with. Mm. Uh, in case, he does not agree with the uh, supporters of Lee Jae-myung as much. And Lee Jun-suk's case, the reason why he left was he doesn't feel <clears throat> comfortable uh, and uh, he doesn't feel comfortable working with the people who support President Yoon and his associates, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, on the political side of it, we see this political room being squeezed for these political figures. And so they're getting out of their parties, trying to create their own own uh, presence in the form of third party. But the thing is, that what really matters for voters is that we need alternative. Well, what, when we say alternative, ah. we're not talking about faces only. We, we are talking about ideas. And we policies, are about right, right. Policies, vision and everything. So that's what we are waiting for. You know, I mean, in the mm. media reports always carry their photos, their faces and stuff like that. <laughs> This is not entertainment business. We need ideas and policies we we want to support. So that's what we are waiting mm. for at this moment. I mean, to be fair, Professor Kim, it's really mm-hmm. early on. I mean, people say that there's less yeah. than 100 days away to general elections. But I still mm-hmm. think it's very early on to start, you know, talking about the important matters, as you alluded to, the sure. policies and the framework, not just a figurehead and a new face. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. all, right. it's not a popularity contest, is it? Right. Exactly. Uh, which brings us to a, a figure that has gained a lot of popularity. Uh, <laughs> the new de facto party leader, Han dong of the PPP, is trying to make waves, particularly by appealing to centrist voters again. What has been his strategy so far? Yeah, I mean, following President Yoon's uh, New Year's address, where he addressed a lot of points about the people and taking care of those in need and everything. It was uh, President Yoon's uh, New Year's speech itself was very centrist and uh, you know uh, focus more on the people on the left and then that uh, must be the starting point of it but you know the the de facto party leader right now uh, Han Dong-un of a uh, people power party he's repeating many of such points and even uh, magnifying amplifying them and we see that in his move going around the the country and then when we see for example, him talking extensively about Kim Dae-jung's ideas, Kim Dae-jung's visions and, and his spirit and, and his sense of direction. Uh, you know, Kim Dae-jung as the key figure of the progressive side of Korean politics, but Han Dong-un praising him coming from the, the, the right-wing conservative side is, is uh, quite uh, something that we should know, take note of. Mm-hmm. And he, he did that uh, again uh, during his visit to Gwangju, and he said... The Spirits of Gwangju uh, movement, May 18th movement, needs to be included in Korean constitution, for instance. One of the important messages he could have sent to the uh, the voters in that uh, city was actually being actualized. And we see uh, taking extra effort, we see him taking extra efforts to appeal to the voters on the left side of the curve or even center of the curve. So. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are looking at this as a very important, uh, you know, movement. And then uh, with his kind of joining the political circles, definitely there's no question this, his appeal to the centrist voters and then the other side of the political spectrum is something that we take a serious note of at this point. 
Uh, how do we explain Handogun's <laughs> positioning? Why isn't he sticking to maybe wealthier, well-do conservative voters? Uh, he has also adamantly said that he would not run for a seat in the general elections. Is there something to note there that seems strategically different? Yeah, uh, I guess one of the points in answering, trying to answer that question would be uh, what uh, Seoul Mayor Oh Seon recently mentioned. Oh Seon said, in Korea, other than the people in three districts of Gangnam area of Seoul, people feel deprived and people feel, uh, you know, great sensitivity about inequality and everything. So that kind of sums up the, mm. the political landscape here. So mm. basically, rich, well-to-do voters the headcount is not as big with the election coming up. So you, as a, as someone who will have to win the election, you have to think about uh, where more votes are. So in that sense, you know, call the calculation uh, in the center, uh, luckily. I mean, you know, there are countries where the voters are even more popular, polarized than, than Korea, and the left side, right side, there will be a significant number of voters positioning. But in Korea... Luckily, however, for greater stability, we have more more voters in the center. And so that's what they're focusing on, uh. Uh, looking at the you know, political landscape overall. And also more short-term tactical side of it, uh, Han Dong-un's case, he doesn't have Yi Jae-myung on the stage. Yi Jae-myung is hospitalized and, and Yi Jae-myung cannot be, uh, can I use the word used? Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, cannot be used as a political target at this point. He's mm-hmm. he's been attacked. He's mm-hmm. been hospitalized. So Izemian is off the stage, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, uh, and then Handong side and PPP side, President Yoon side, they have a liability about this move at the National Assembly that's going against the First Lady. Uh, you know, claim mm-hmm. and movement uh, to to take a, a special investigation case of the first lady and so on. So uh, considering these, you know, uh, short-term tactical considerations, Handong's focusing on the center stage voters uh-huh. makes good sense right here. Okay. Uh, the idea is pretty simple. Politicians are politicians and they have to be political. Uh, so as they continue to strategize their moves with the upcoming April general elections, what are some key points we, the voters, should keep in mind? Yeah, uh, that is the most important question here. And the thing is, if anything, I think Korean history of politics uh, have good evidence, offer us good evidence that Korean voters are very keen on uh, keeping, achieving and keeping in place delicate political balance. Mm -hmm. They never really have given, uh, you know, absolute overwhelming uh, long-term political domination on any side. There has been always political balancing and political voters uh, here in Korea are very much good at achieving this political balance. So uh, I I guess that's a good thing. And that's one of the key forces that has offered a great record of political development here in Korea. What I mean by that is like and ever since the democratization in 1987, Korea has shown to the world that this is a country where we achieve political change regularly from the left to the right, mm. from the right to the left. Uh, that's a very healthy balancing act. And mm. so uh, we have a great track record, and that's something we count on at this moment. And once again, I'm confident that Korean voters will show whatever their decision would be of achieving political balance. The definition of political balance will vary depending on whom you ask, of course, here. Mm-hmm. But 
But at the end of it, uh, that's what we are going to see. And that's really important because politics is the area where not necessarily all these political fights that we see on the you know media headlines show us all the time, but going beyond that, politics is the sphere of shared discourse mm. on all these challenges that we face together. This country faces a lot of different challenges going forward, short-term, mid-term, and long-term. And so in order to have this common problem solved together, we need this delicate political balance between conservative perspective on one hand and progressive perspective on on the other. So at the end of the day, I think that's what we are going to see again. Uh, you know, mm. the Korean voters are smart. Well, that's what I've been saying. And uh, mm. probably that's what we are hoping for and hoping to see once again. And I think that's what we will observe at the end of the day. But we'll have to wait and see. You know, April <laughs> is, uh, wait and see is my favorite. I'm sure it's yours as well if you're a commentator as well. But anyway, April is a long way to go, political calendar. Uh, so many changes are possible coming our way. But Professor Kim, I definitely appreciate you framing it in a much more healthier way, uh, maintain that political <laughs> balance. I, I do think some people could tear it apart and say that, is that good for our long-term goals and values? Is the pendulum <laughs> swinging left and right such a efficient way of getting things done. But you're right to say that there's important thing to note about maintaining that political balance, too. Thank right. you so much. Thank you. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.